do you um, fancy some food after we finished? Mm, yeah, you can do. What do you fancy? Oof. Lion and Swan? Bloody good food. Oh, yeah. Lion and Swan. Fantastic food, drink and great family atmosphere. Fine dining at great prices. If you fancy a great night out, you can even go to Radley & Co for their comedy nights, cocktails, live music. It has it all. Are we recording or something? Coming up on this month's podcast. Also, you can have that on your uh, <laughs> website for an advert. Bonkers and brilliant. Fonda dicks. Just leave the Fonda dicks out. You're not going to knock it, dear. I'm not going to knock it. <laughs> you know, I'm desperate. <laughs> so, oh, gosh. This is the Congleton Pride Podcast. So, my love, how are you doing? Hello, it's I'm been a good. Bloody long month, hasn't it? It has, it has, yes. What have you been up to? Well, it's been Easter, yeah. so we've. I've been eating lots of chocolate. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I know that's not the main reason for Easter, but it certainly is for me because I I've put on about twelve pounds <laughs> just on chocolate eggs. I broke the scales. <laughs> no, honestly, I threw them out the window. <laughs> fell out with them. (laughs) No, no, swear to God though, like I, I have literally put on that much weight. It's, it's unreal. Of course, it won't even fit me now. Seriously, it doesn't show. You hide it well. Oh, thank. You're welcome. (laughs) What have you been up to? Well, where do you even start? I've, uh, I started off with a keto diet in uh, January. Okay. Yeah, killed it off. Absolutely dead. Yeah, we'll on arrival. Talk about that. Like Bruno, <laughs> we won't talk about it. <laughs> no, that's basically just been me. Uh, a lot of that with uh, trying to get the main day for Congleton Pride all sorted because yes. that has been a headache in itself with just making sure all the, you know, T's are crossed and I's are dotsed mm-hmm. and then uh, collateral damage stuff. But we'll yes. talk more about that later. So obviously the unfortunate thing is, is this uh, podcast may sound a little bit different to our listeners because Gary's not here. He's not, no. He's off, he's ill. Our podcast producer is not very well. He sent in a sick note. What did he say he had again? (laughs) He said he's gangly gangly, is it? Gangly gangly? Gangly dangly. Oh, Gangly gangly. I don't know. Who knows? It's something, something gangling. (laughs) (laughs) Or dangling. I don't know. One or the other. So, what have we got coming up in this month's show, my love? Yes, in this month's show, we're going to be discussing the recent Congleton Pride events. Such as our fabulous sponsors evening. International Transgender Day of Visibility. Uh, Our amazing, insightful interview with the amazingly wonderful studio guest. And the general shenanigans from your favourite Congleton Queens, Fonda Dicks and Stella Black. The Congleton Pride Podcast. Now, we've got an amazing guest at Pride Towers this month, and it might not be the first time you've heard her. That's right. Our guest today is a trans activist, businesswoman, performer, and currently on the committees of both Mac Pride and Transcend in Macclesfield. And today, our guest, Kay Lomas. Now, Kay, we met you a few weeks ago as the face of March's Awareness 101 video. Well, this is the next in a series that we've featured across Congleton Pride social media. We've had a brilliant response from people about this one and met someone new in the process. For International Transgender Day of Visibility, Congleton Pride partnered with Transcend, an amazing group in neighbouring Macclesfield, to make a short video just explaining the purpose of the and the importance of the event, which is celebrated every year on the 31st of March. Now, we normally would run a recording of the video that's been running all month, but today... 
we're lucky enough to have the brilliant Kay Lomas in the studio with us, and she's kindly agreed to read the explainer for us live today. Hello, Kay, if you want to take it away. <laughs> certainly will. I certainly will. Thank you very much. The International Transgender Day of Visibility was founded in 2009 by Rachel Crandall, a Michigan-based transgender activist. Now, we mustn't hold that against her, of course. But, um, and it was started as a day of awareness to celebrate the successes of transgender and non-binary people. It was created in response to the overwhelming majority of media stories about transgender people being focused on violence. Given that only one in five of us can say we personally know a transgender person, the vast majority of the public learns about trans people from the media. And that's a problem. Because the media overwhelmingly misrepresents, mischaracterises and stereotypes trans people. I mean, if everybody understood just a little bit more about the gender spectrum collectively, perhaps we could educate each other rather than blindly copy the prejudices or even fears of previous generations. Today is a day where we can refocus on celebrating the lives of transgender people, empowering them to live authentically while still acknowledging that due to discrimination, not every trans person can or wants to be visible. <laughs> Wherever they may be in their journey, especially at the beginning, just knowing that this day exists gives transgender people strength and hopefully safety. That was brilliant. And you read that so beautifully. I know. One take, one guys. Take, I'm just one saying. take. But thank you for coming to see us, Kay. Thank you so much for being here today. Well, you're very welcome. And uh, one take. I've, I've been called a few things. But not, <laughs> not, always, not always one take. But no, thank you very much. I mean, it's a pleasure really to do that. Because I, I really am an activist and I want to raise the profile mm -hmm. of transgender yeah. people. Now... Obviously, we've had conversations before we've come on air and started recording. Mm. And you are, I'm not just going to say it out there, this is not on script, but you are one of my favourite people that I've ever interviewed. Oh, I love you. Because <laughs> <laughs> you are just like me, you're bonkers, but you are brilliant. And you have this like aura about you that just, it makes me just feel like so welcomed to you. So well, I did spray Febreze on the earlier. <laughs> But uh, the, 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 an aura. <laughs> also, you can have that on your. Uh, you can have that on your uh, on your on your on your website for an advert. Bonkers and brilliant. Fonda dicks. By well, Fonda dicks. There you are. By Fonda dicks. Leave the Fonda dicks out. Yeah, maybe leave Fonda dicks. Oh, no, no, hey, I'm not going to knock it, dear. I'm not going to. You know, I'm desperate. <laughs> my middle name, that K Desperate. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, gosh. So could you tell us about some of the work that you do with Transcend and Macclesfield Pride? Yes. Well, basically at the moment, um, Transcend was set up by myself and another person called Sue in Macclesfield. And um, we, we started with Transcend, Trans People's one, because... Well, I'm trans, basically. It's as simple as that. Mm -hmm. But I always intended to have groups for men, groups for women, groups for trans people. The thing about it is, I knew when I was six that I was, something wasn't quite right, but I'd only just gone to school. So I was actually still uh, learning to read and write, to be mm, perfectly yeah. honest with you. That's really young and, for Well, I mean, anyone. but you see, who knows when you're mm. going to know? I think I always knew, and I don't mean this disrespectfully anyway, that... I wasn't gay 
but I hadn't yeah. got a clue where mm. I was. I don't like labels, but sometimes when you know where you fit in the spectrum of things, it really helps mentally yeah. to sort down. And so, therefore, I just tried to be ordinary. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and yes, I didn't say normal, but the ordinary <laughs> were the thing. Um, but the main thing is that, um, you know, I, I, you get so much condition as a child blues and pinks and mm. you go to school and it starts all over. Well, the girls' cloakroom is here, the boys' cloakroom is yeah. there, the twain shall meet. Yeah. And um, so it was always very, very awkward because I didn't, but I didn't know what it was. And then as I got older, it suddenly clicked on me and but I still didn't know what it was. Was I a cross-dresser? Was I a transvestite? I mean, the thing about the trans umbrella is it's absolutely enormous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So much from the, oh, I'm not quite sure, or am I behind? I mean... Anything else that didn't fit under gay or lesbian seemed to be dumped in there. But that's fine. And um, But it didn't help me. So it wasn't until I was nearly 65 that I actually came out. I've been married. I've had kids. And wow. I did like my, my wife. Wives. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not Henry VIII. But, um, <laughs> but, no, but the main thing is that, um, and I love my children. But no, the, the problem was that you, you, you try to fit into this ordinary life this yeah. Yeah. what i'm supposed to be i'm supposed to be cis this and cis, and, and but it never quite worked it never went away i did the same thing tried uh, tried so, to be well say so not normal but ordinary I, I tried to yeah. i tried to fit in and do what all my friends yeah. were doing and enjoy my friends I'm, were enjoying it didn't work when i grew up in the late 50 you know 50s and the, the early 60s if you went to see a professional like a doctor they try to cure you. They could mm. send you away to a mental hospital to be chemically castrated or ECT, uh, you know, the therapy, the yeah. electroshock therapy. Tempting thought, tempting. Mm. But I thought, no, she kept quiet. Mm. If you spoke to a policeman, he'd support you, but he's thinking, I'll remember that. Mm. And when this yeah. person gets to 18, I might catch him at something. So you kept your mouth shut. Right. If you told your friends... That was just as bad because they could tell the parents. The parents might stop you playing with the kids that you know and then they'd be blaming my mum and dad. Yeah. What have you done to turn him like that and all this sort yeah, of stuff? Yeah. And this was the problem. So you just kept your mouth shut and that's what I did. Mm. But I came back down from my travels uh, a few years back, looked after mum who had Alzheimer's and when she went into a home, it was almost like a, a light bulb moment. But the true flick of that switch was at the first Mac Pride. I sat in Costa Coffee, and I will say, it, coffee, drinking coffee doesn't turn you into a trans woman, but, um, <laughs> and, and there are other coffee shops available. But I looked through the window, and nobody was fighting. There was no yeah. argy-bargy. Now, when I grew up, if I decided I want to wear a dress, you can imagine, oh, my. Mm. No, you did, you did not mention that. But I looked at nobody was fine. So I, I thought, and then some friends came in and said, oh, you're coming to listen to us, because they know I perform. And I said, well, all right, then. they just assumed I was there for the pride. Right. And I actually wasn't, but I was watching what was happening. And um, I, I got up and I went out of the door to the first tent on the right. I remember it like it was literally two seconds ago. And I said, I think I'm a trans person. And they were all congratulatory and all the rest. Mm -hmm. It didn't have any information, so that was another thing that logged in my mind. Is, we that, need to... is that the first time you'd openly said it in front of... Yes. Only wow. one other person ever knew my biggest, deepest ever secret for 60-odd years. Um, and, and she was a, a lesbian friend that I had in Scotland when I worked up there. Uh, I used to play for the cricket team up there, mm. about the Scottish cricket team. Uh, but she was the only one I ever told. Um, 
it was just you don't talk about these things. When I grew up, you kept stopping. You mm, genuinely yeah. did. Uh, so for me to get that door, it was that was the ultimate. Hey ho, here's the floodlights. Mm, yeah. And, and and then somebody asked me a question. Well, what's your name? And I thought, oh, oh, oh I don't know. <laughs> and I, I, my daughter said, well, what are you going to call yourself? I said, well, obviously, I, I think I'm more of a blood winner than we. <laughs> and, she, and she said, it's absolutely true. And she said, uh, oh, we can't. she still calls me dad. It's quite awkward. She accepts me as gay. Yeah. But calls me dad mm-hmm. in public. Most people do, or brother for me, sister and that. Right. Um, but I can live with that because they accept me as yeah. gay. Mm. And I thought, well, I was only winding her up anyway. But I couldn't think of a real <laughs> name. It had to be age appropriate. I mean, obviously looking at me, Kylie and Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, no, I know. I know exactly what you're thinking. But the truth of the matter is it had to be age appropriate because being on stage... Mm. It's little mm-hmm. detail that makes the the thing work. Yeah. And then I found out that Mum had wanted a girl, mm. and if she'd have had a girl instead of me, she would have called me Kay. And that's I thought, so now hang on, beautiful. And that's a nineteen fifties name. Unfortunately for me, of course, Kay spelt backwards means yak. <laughs> so you have this issue. But but from that moment on, everything seemed to fall into place. But then I thought to myself. I just wanted to talk to somebody mm. over all that time, just to speak, as we're speaking now, yeah. quite openly, no, no secrets, no inner angsts or anything like that. So yeah. that's why I started to transcend. But I also wanted the same for the gay and the lesbian groups. Yeah. There is a women's group starting in Macclesfield, if anybody's interested. It will be advertised on the Mac Pride website. It's the last Friday in, uh, in, in the month. And, but we're calling it at this point the woman's group, the women's group, mm-hmm. because I believe in allies. Yeah. It's not, if we just have lesbians here and trans people there, we end up with little secret societies. And, and that's going back barriers. 34. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to just break down the. And, and we got, watch, I'm going to the first one. I'm a woman when all said and done, so they're not going to stop me there. But um, but it's just to try and see that we have the similar principles to what mm-hmm. we have in transit. It's not expensive to do. In fact, it costs virtually nothing to actually mm. set this up. But it's working all the time. One of our strap lines is increase visibility mm-hmm. and reduce negativity. And oh, I truly, so lovely. I really, utterly, every fibre of my body believes in that. But the main thing is... We're looking at trying to get into it. It's not just Pride Day. Mm, it was no, always Pride no. Day. But I live like this three, six, five year, days a year. More if it's a leap year, of course. <laughs> but, um, oh, yes, you see, there is a brain in a blonde-haired woman. But, um, but no, the thing is that we're looking at education, what we can do for education, to say mm. to these, I think it's called pastoral care teachers, you know, look, you are not alone. Hello, Fred. You're not alone. Now, she might not have, or he might not have all the answers, but we'll have a little resource sheet that we can mm, just say, yeah. there you go, pass that over. And it's just a simple thing. You can go to Utopia, you can do this, you can do this, transcend and so on and so on. Oh, you live in Congleton? There's a Congleton Pride. We yeah. can give you the number for that. Have a chat with somebody. Yeah, yeah. Now, it's not a magic wand, <laughs> but um, no. but it's as good a start, I think. Yeah, definitely. I don't know how you felt, but I know for me, I had to keep shum. In my um, time. It was uh, it, it was different, scary. a little bit different for me because I don't think I even realised that I was. Uh, I knew I was different because I didn't share the opinions of my straight peers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the opinion, my music taste, and I'm not stereotyping, but my music taste was drastically different. Uh, they were having experiences uh, with girls 
that I was also trying to have certain experiences, but they their recollection of it was so different of mine. I was yes. like, you enjoyed that? Yeah. I couldn't stand it. I thought it was awful. Mm. And it's that's when I thought, hmm, maybe I'm a little bit different. But I was 17, 18 and came out at 19. So Well, with me, it was 64. Well. That's a hell of a long time. <laughs> but that's why I just want, I don't know what I'm going to do next. But what I am going to do is try, as long as I've still got a bit of breath in my body, hmm. to push the issue. For, not just for trans people. I mean, yes, my priority is mm-hmm. going to be there because I am. Yeah. But but it's you know it's the whole spectrum of LGBT, our whole community. You can't look at one and ignore the others because there's so many similarities in our mm. lifestyles yeah. And, yeah. and how we come out. But my biggest one of all was this feeling of being alone, mm-hmm. nobody to talk to. Yeah. Which I, I can remedy that. We can do things like that. We got people that come from Congleton. We got people from Chapel Enley Firth. They have difficulty travelling, but we're we're trying to work on that. Mm. So it, it's just an ongoing thing, and there's more and more going on all the time. And this is why Mac Pride itself has been restructured, and is now taking over. It's, it's going to become the charity within a, about a week or so, mm-hmm. and um, and I'll be a trustee of that. And, I mean, some of my principles, I hope, will be adopted. I think they will. Yeah, of course they yeah. will. Yeah. Um, and that's that really. So, although I'm complex in some ways, I'm actually quite simple in others. I, j- I just believe in we can promote ourselves. We can put ourselves forward. We don't always have to be seen as the negative minority. Yeah. I think it's as complicated as, as we ourselves make it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it has to be as complicated as what other people think it is. I feel as though, and my best friend Caitlin, who's an ally, yeah, um, she has just done like a um, a business um, degree, yeah, at, at uni, yeah. and her end of term paper was was all about like LGBT yes. QIA plus people. Mm. Um, within businesses and things like that and business models. Mm. So she was asking, I know, um, a couple of the Pride members. I was about, interviewed. Yeah, you were interviewed. Yeah, it was great. Um, but basically she said that a lot of it stems from small-minded towns that don't like change. And having people like Congleton Pride, like Transcend, like, like Man- Mac Pride... Mm. We are not, it, it sounds, we're, we're creating a movement as such. Yeah. Um, we're breaking down them barriers mm. that people have put up for years, yeah. mm. for decades and upon decades, yeah. um, that that basically say we cannot live equally to that, like the straight people yeah. or cisgendered people, mm. for example. Mm. So... This is what I love about about meeting people like yourself who are active in creating that uh, environment where we can work equally with allies and we, they can help us and, oh, yes. and help spread oh, the word. I firmly and... believe that. Otherwise, we just end up as little secret societies mm-hmm. and we're back 30, 40 years. Exactly. And I am not going back that. I've lived through that and I am not going back again. Now, speaking of that, uh, Boris Johnson made a bit of a mess of things this year regarding protections and rights for trans people and the leak happened on the day itself. How do you feel about that? 
I think you probably know what my answer is going to be on that. <laughs> I think um, I know, but it's good content. So. <laughs> well, we, we again, uh, there was. Um, it's getting Parliament to change anything or to even listen to you in the first place. Yeah. And in fact, we had an online um, uh, vote mm-hmm. uh, where we you have to get over a certain amount, so many thousand yeah. responses to the signatories to the petition. And we did that. We we beat that level. We well surpassed it. So whatever else they think in government, they are obliged to consider this in Parliament. Now, it's not a big thing to actually do a petition. Mm. It's just getting somebody with the impetus to sort of get these things going. But all of a sudden now, I mean, because I they're sort of talking in terms of uh, they want to give me mental adjustment, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, I don't know the correct technical terms for it all, but, you know, they want to create a, a, an equal and mm-hmm. even society. Well, I, I ain't equal and I ain't even, basically. I'm mm-hmm. me and you are you and you are yeah. you, yeah. as we rightly should be. Yeah. Yeah. This is the point, isn't it? So um, what do I feel about that? I think, to be honest, I don't say it because <laughs> this will be heard by other people, but shall we just say that I think Boris is a... Uh, uh, and, <laughs> leave that. And, we'll, and we'll just leave leave it at that. I mean, I'm sure when you write things to, I write to my MP mm-hmm. all the time. He must be fat, really me. And I do get a response. It's a standard response yeah. most time. And then I get a response later on from Baroness somebody in Parliament. So they do listen. Now I think seriously, the more we go to our MP and say. I want this, I want that, do this, I've heard that, and mm-hmm. so on and so forth, and put these issues to them. Somebody yeah. somewhere must make a statistic in the civil service and so say, flipping it, you know, there's a lot of people writing in about that. Maybe that's an issue we should consider. But, you know, it's really interesting yeah. you say that because I didn't even know that if I did write into a local MP or to anyone higher up than that, that I would even get listened to. I genuinely thought it would go into this really long, big pile and eventually just get chucked in the bin and not listened to. And I think that's... Uh, I think for our generation, say I'm mm-hmm. 25, you're 25, yeah. and and maybe that people in our generation just don't feel like we are going to get listened to by those people in power, and maybe that's a, th- a, well, a thing that needs to change I it itself. I think really there's a difference between listen to and doing something. Mm. That's yeah. the biggest thing. But the main thing is if you write to them, they are supposed to respond for the simple reason we voted them in. And we can vote to listen to us. So if they don't respond to us Mm -hmm. in some way... Now, as I say, most of what I get back is a standard letter. But that's okay. It's like like in a similar way with the police force. Yeah. They don't allocate certain amounts of money to our cause because nobody's ever complained. Mm -hmm. I've got all my people in Matt and everybody I know. Somebody had to go at you in the street, tell the police. Report it. Because, yes. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes a statistic. And when it becomes a significant statistic, all of a sudden, best best put a bit of resources there. Um, They're very good. Yeah. But it just gives them the ammunition to say, Mm -hmm. we need money for that. Yeah. This is exactly what we've been uh, going through we with have, uh, with yeah. Congleton Pride. We've had numerous meetings with the police. Yeah. Uh, and the police have stressed many, many times exactly what you've just said. Oh, yeah. Keep reporting it, mm. you know, even if you don't think anything can happen or in, in a lot of cases will happen, mm. reporting it is still like half the battle because yeah. once that's out there, once it's been reported, like you said, it becomes a, a st- Long statistic. Word. Statistic. I know. Have another glass of water. Have another glass of water. I need another... <laughs> Just keep getting a dry mouth. Well, that's all true. the talking, yeah. but um, but it's not just in I. I it's not just the UK because no. obviously you, you've got the um, in Florida. The recently the do you know the 
don't say gay um bill that they've just mm. passed there and and the trans rights that that are affected over in America it's, yeah. it's horrendous it yeah it's horrendous that that oh you can't you can't sleep on this you've got no. to do something i don't like to be an activist but i honestly feel if i don't if we don't yeah other people will start to put in their normalized views of things yeah. that yeah. they're they're training in gender from birth and we've got to do something yeah but um, yeah, uh, so basically, I, I wanted to ask you about the younger generation and what you think is it going to get better? Do you think, or do you think we will get to that stage where everybody can live in peace and harmony? Well, I, I, as I say, <laughs> I was born in nineteen fifty-two. It was a completely different world then. Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. And over my sixty-nine, nearly seventy years, yes, it has changed. I could not have walked down the street in Mackleton, or Congleton for that matter, mm-hmm. as I am dressed now. Um, well, I could have done, but I would have had a lot of finger pointing and, mm. and, and comment. You know, I can do this now. Yeah. Um, again, it's this visibility thing. We've been doing it. We've been pushing for it. We've been to pubs. We've had transcend meetings in some of the pubs there in, in Congleton, and very nice <laughs> it was as well. But um, the more we do this, the more we are there, the more you have your Congleton pride right in that main street. Yeah. Yeah. People have to pass you. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to the bank. Oh, what's going on there? Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm going to pop down. The, oh, what's going on? I've just fancied a meal from the take. Oh, what's going on? And this is the point. We are in people's faces, but in a nice way, not in yeah. an offensive way, yeah. because if we get offensive, then this is the trouble. Um, and, and to be honest, I, I know a couple of um, drag people who are, because of their act, they can be a little bit abrasive. Mm. And in some ways, that's a little bit... But some can, not everybody. But this is it. You've got to get them on your side. Then you have a go at them. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a, 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 a big a big skill. Um, because obviously, when I first started out d- doing drag, uh, when, when, when was... Th- oh, my God. 2018, I want to say. Maybe earlier than that. I don't even know. She's a seasoned queen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was roughly six, seven years ago uh, in, a, in a little pub in North Wales. Mm-hmm. And I I was complete with my shake-and-go wig. I've seen the pictures. Oh, you have seen the pictures. Awful. Yeah. Uh, charity shop dresses. And I was so bad uh, at comedy in general because I thought, oh, be a drag queen. All you have to do is be mean to people. And no. it's such no, it's a bit a more skill. than that. It's, more. it's, it's so much skill. more. So oh, it is I'm still learning yeah. now. I mean, please don't take what I said as a negative. No. <laughs> because no. most people I know are absolutely superb. <laughs> mm. Look at, I mean, I'll go right to the top. Lily Savage. Yeah. Utterly, utterly brilliant. You love yeah. Lily Savage. Oh, She's my idol, my, completely. A lamppost <laughs> attached to my back. I mean, I, that's never gone out of my mind. But the thing is, now she could be abrasive, but she caught caught her audience mm-hmm. first. She yeah. drew that, and then she could do yeah. it. And that's but that is a skill. You're quite yeah. right. Huge skill. It's yeah. it, it's still something that I'm I'm trying to learn. There's so no, much you, to learn. You have touched on it already. You are an entertainer, like Ooh. like like us, like us queens. You are one of us queens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I certainly am, yes. But, yeah, you like to perform. So what, what does your performance entail? What do you do? What style of uh, performance do you well, do? Well, it's changed over the years. Um, I started off in a, a little band in Bollington, in fact, just next to Macclesfield, and I was playing a trombone in that. <laughs> and then I played a guitar for my Sharia Moore, you know, lead guitar. I even played a recorder because I didn't have a flute for a song, which, if you are 
words that will dismay you might remember it's called January um, but then after and it was different bands pop bands rock bands and so on and then eventually I moved to Scotland and um, and somebody said to me they heard me singing one day <laughs> I hadn't cracked the glass before you even got there. Um, and, and she said oh would you like to be an opera singer <laughs> oh yeah and what's that going to cost me she said I'll do it for nothing wow I thought Fine, <laughs> fine. Give it a go. So, exactly. So she she taught me how to do this, and it's um, it, because I, I always sang. Uh, uh, one of my jobs earlier on playing mm-hmm. the bass guitar was as a session player, mm. and in the bands I was in, I was doing harmonies. Yeah, I never really took the lead. Um, when you're playing an instrument, you can do it, but it, I just found it a bit too much to remember everything I was supposed to be. And it was show bands, so you did little right. bits in between as well. Um, but the Main thing really was that I started doing the opera, you know, Nesson Dorman, Nesson Dorman, stuff. which actually, in an essence, in a nutshell, it means women are fickle, women are stupid, but you can't live without them anyway. And you see, wow. you're getting you're education at the same time. But, but then when I came back down, I, I literally went to a pub that I, I live on an arrowboat, and it was right next to the, the boat. And I went in there, there was a young lad playing. He'd come across from Fleetwood, I think. And 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 um, I said, well, how much you get with this? He was just doing a guitar and singing. Very nice voice. But he didn't perform. I'm only saying that because I always performed back in the 60s. You had to, to get that audience. Yeah. Oh, You'll God. know yourself if Yo. you're doing the drag. Oh, my God, and, yes. um, and I said, well, how much are you getting? He said, well, I do a couple of hours. I get about 180 quid. And I went, <gasps> I'm having a bit of that. <laughs> so I'm rich. But, but the, the problem is now being K, of course, I'd rather shot myself in the foot. No. Well, well a lot so? of the song well, a lot of the songs have to be female songs. Now, admittedly, what you learn is, for example, I could sing Pretty Woman. It doesn't matter that it should be a man, yeah. you Roy Orbison, because it's a good song and people don't it is care. It's a good song, it's a banger. You know, great but there's song. some great song. But I've got a mixture from 30s, 40s, right <laughs> the way up. Um, surprisingly, I am the music man. I've got a version of that from <laughs> Jay Ertzy. Oh, me so bad. Whatever. And um, they love it. <laughs> the kids are doing it. The adults are doing it. It's different. Be a, the... be a piano. <laughs> well, <laughs> That's all I'm getting. Piano, trombone, bagpipes. But after that, one for the lads at the bar. It's match of the day. Bum, 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 bum. And then you go into Dam Busters. So they're all got their arms out, yeah. pretending that they're a, a Lancaster bomber. And I'm encouraging them. What about the machine guns? And oh, don't forget the bouncy mom. And all that And I've got a sample on on the machine which does explosions and so on. And um, they love it. But it's just. A, it, but the thing is. Now, I'm not entertaining them. They are entertaining themselves. Mm. And they, get, they really get in. One of the things, I'm, I'm going to be doing the opening spot at Mac Pride this year. Mm. After the, there's a radio stoke will be on, and then we'll have the parade. And, uh, and then I'll kick off. One of the first songs is Get This Party Started by the old Burley uh, Chassis herself, you know. Love it. I Quite right. Like, I throw that word around all the time, but I literal icon she is oh she really is. i absolutely love her. love her rendition of that song i do it's stunning it's so dramatic it is, it is. Uh, the next one after that though i'm actually going to set because i'm going to go one after the other after the other i'm not going to break in between so it's like an auto wow. mix it's only for 20 minutes so it's about yeah six but that's a like lot that. of voice <laughs> yeah but <laughs> you know. I, i'm used to that well it's a big Very one for the first. <laughs> but the second one is titanium I want people to listen to... No, That's think a about... hard song to sing. Well, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. I think the main thing is, though, I'm not going to say to people, I'm actually mm-hmm. going to say, 
If anybody has a go at you, listen to these words. This is what you say to them. You shout me down, but I can't hear a word you say. Yeah. You're talking loud. You're not saying much. I'm criticised. Oh, your bullets ricochet. The words are brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Actually fantastic. Look at them. So I'll do that, and then I'll just do a bit of fun after that. Just but, but upbeat. People don't expect a seventy-year-old <laughs> to well, nearly seventy <clears throat> to uh, to actually do stuff. Like Getting that. down to David Gatt. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, well, seriously. I mean, I've got DJ Ertzy stuff. You know, I've got Hermes House <laughs> Band. Um, there's like, Country Roads as the one. You know, where you go, oh, hey, 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 and all this stuff. There's all sorts. Love it. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's the upbeat version, and that's the point. You know, because uh, seriously now, and I this is another of my truths that I live by. This is not a rehearsal. You mm-hmm. get one life, and I've been told apparently that you're dead for quite a long time. <laughs> right? Yeah. Apparently yeah. so. So, uh, you know, I and I'm so happy that I came out as K, for mm. the simple reason I have never been happier. I understand where my body should be, where my mind should be, and this is the thing. I can now enjoy and live the life I should have always lived. Yeah. And and I would encourage anybody from the our community. To just consider that and actually have a go. I genuinely think life would have been easier for me had I come out sooner. Sooner. Yeah. I would have loved to have done it. I could have had the the short dresses and everything (laughs) else. I mean, mentally, it it, it helps. I mean, I still wear them now Mm -hmm. because the one thing, every woman is unhappy about part of her body. Yes. I'm actually happy about my legs. So I pull my skirts up and I have a bit of fun, really. But that's the nice thing about performing. When I'm on stage, it's Misty K. Mm. Mm-hmm. When I get off stage, it's K. And Great you can name. make that distinction. It is a good name. You know, and well, a friend of mine said, <laughs> you're mysterious. I thought, fine, Misty K. And I know. <laughs> Link yeah. the two together. <laughs> well, yeah. But no, this is the thing, isn't it, really? You can enjoy yourself and, um, and live the life that you should have led. The world is changing, which was your original yeah. question. It has changed. Mm. This last 60 years, I've seen a lot of change. I wasn't joking when I said secret societies hanging out at the, the back of a toilet, for example. That was the way our life was. Mm. We had a, a poster, a history poster, in the hub at Macclesfield Pride last year, and it said something effect of, there was a chap in court, and he was accused of being a homosexual. And the judge had a piece of evidence in front of him. He had a book. They checked his room and there was a book by somebody. I can't remember the name of the book. It was obviously, obviously gay. So, and, and then the judge sums it up by saying something to the effect of, this is the worst case I have had in my court, in my memory. But this is the way it was when it was still and in the cell. It's so crazy to think that, I can't remember that was only a few decades ago. Tonight. Oh, yeah, tonight. 40s, so, 50s. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Well, that's the truth. Remember, everybody, you can get in touch with us via the podcast show page. Here's the lovely Paul to tell you how. Get in contact with us. You can leave a voice message at anchor.fm forward slash Congleton Pride or email the podcast at congletonpride.co.uk. So, another one of our events that we've had come up for the Congleton Pride Group is the Sponsors Evening. Now, tell me, Stella, uh, tell me how it's gone on, because I believe that you're the one fronting it and you're the one that's organised it all. So tell me how it's gone. It went really, really well. Uh, I was a little bit stressed leading up to it, um, (laughs) but luckily we've got an amazing team. Mm -hmm. Um, Sean, who's always pretty much always 
Duracell bunny. Oh my god, it's just a gift that keeps on giving. Is our Sean? But the the whole night was, in my eyes, a hundred percent successful. Yeah, um, we had some great packages available, and what's even better is we sold at least one of each package. Yeah, uh, obviously with our main sp- sponsor for this year being Pair Hospitalities with uh, Andy and Jake Pair. Um, Thank you. Which is amazing. <laughs> Uh, they are our diamond sponsor uh, for... Diamonds are forever. <laughs> Trust you to segue me. <laughs> uh, but it was amazing news. Uh, and following on from that, I'm personally approaching all of the other local businesses uh, to see who wants to get in touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was great. Did you enjoy it? You were there. I really enjoyed it. I cried. You did cry. I cried. Well, I left the room. The thing is, I was eating one of the um, the spicy chipolatas <laughs> that Mark put on for us. And turns out that at the exact same time, Andy put his hand up and then said, we'd love to be the uh, the diamond sponsor. And I was like, I was choking on this really spicy gifalata sausage. <laughs> and then I just turned around and I'm crying as well. <laughs> it was horrendous. But at the same time, it was fantastic. I wish someone would have recorded. In fact, Gordy, I don't know if he did record it. We'll, Every we'll soon find out. <laughs> but I'm not interested in seeing the bit where Andy put his hand up. I want to see you gobbling on the sausage. But <laughs> not gonna lie, Mark put on a treat for us that night because the <laughs> sausages—they were banging. They were amazing. The whole food section. <laughs> uh, but we'd just like to take uh, a little bit of time now to thank our sponsors for uh, this month's podcast. So first, we'd like to thank Andy and Jake Pear of Pear Hospitality as being our diamond sponsor for this year. As well as Kit Perrin Restoration. And Laguru. As well as Learn with Lorraine Driving School. If you would like to be a sponsor, regardless of any package, uh, you can contact Congleton Pride. Uh, you can email me personally at stellablackscb at gmail.com. The Congleton Pride Podcast. In other news, uh, myself and Gemitai and yourself, Miss Dix, we have been rehearsing ready for collateral damage. Yes, it... I, every Thursday night, every Thursday night, I go home and I'm sweating. Oh, not this again. From head to toe, sweat everywhere. God help me when the pads come. You know we're doing a dress room this week. I know, I know. So, God help me. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm going to say, but... We've got it... wet floor signs, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it has been amazing um, and we've got some... Very exclusive routines coming for that um, for the collateral damage event. It's it's exciting. I can't wait. I'm really excited. And a little bit of a confession. I've never rehearsed like this before. Have you not? Mm-mm. I've never been in a dance studio. I've never done a rehearsal. I've practiced like vocal stuff. Yeah. But I've never gone, I will now stand over here and do this and that. And then we'll do this. I've it's never had that down, before. Up, down, up, down, left, right. Is this the rehearsals or is this Saturday no, night? Or? This is just a Saturday night. Um, yeah. Anywho, but yeah, um, I'm so excited. I cannot wait. Like I say, exclusive like performances that are coming up for the event, uh, both for myself, yourself. We've even got working together. We're collaborating. Can we say that? Are we allowed to say that? We can. We we can can say say a few things. Just don't say too much. No, no, (laughs) spoil it. But if you do want to purchase tickets, if you do want to come to our collateral damage, well, I say our Stella's 
collateral damage, considering this is a Stella Black Presents first event. It Do you want to tell them how you can purchase tickets? Yes, you can buy them on my website because I have a website because that's how you know I'm professional. <laughs> and that is StellaBlackUK.com. Seeing as we do have an amazing special guest here with us in the studio, Fonda, you've you've got you you don't have to read this now. Oh, thank God! You've got the night off, love. Kay, I always mess up on this section, so can you do it better than I would? You'll even if you just do it like a minuscule better. Reminder of where to find Congleton Pride and the podcast, and that anyone can contribute to the programme by going to our anchor page to leave a message or a question. And here's a lovely Paul to tell you how. Get in contact with us. You can leave a voice message at anchor.fm forward slash Congleton Pride or email the podcast at congletonpride.co.uk. Well, that is about all we've got time for on this month's podcast. Remember, you can like, comment and subscribe to Congleton Pride, the podcast where you lovely listeners may find a special surprise during the month. Yes, and also a huge thank you to our special guest this month, Kay Lomas. Thank you. As well as our beautiful podcast manager, Gary, who can't be here this month due to syphilis, and Little Bear producer, Gordy. Thank you. Uh, you can find me, Fonda Dix, on Twitter, and that is at Fonda Dix UK, that's double X. Instagram, at Fonda Dix, again, double X. And uh, on Facebook, just by searching Fonda Dix. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram under the name at Stella Black UK. And you can get tickets for collateral damage now at StellaBlackUK.com. We will see you next month on Congleton Pride, the podcast. <laughs>